Welcome to the Keeping Up Appearances podcast. I'm Colin Murray and with me is... Bob Cole, Sean O'Hara and Michael Tosh. So, unfortunately, the Keeping Up Appearances team are a member down today. Um, Tosh is otherwise engaged with um, work. Yeah, rest in pieces. But um, he will be phoning in with his guests for the Keeping Up Appearances game. He just won't be here to review or preview the matches. But on that note, it was a very exciting North London derby. Anyone have any thoughts? Bob? (laughs) Yeah, it was the kind of the dream derby for the neutral, really, with so much going on, so many, well, not not that many controversial elements to it, I think. And Kessie was very lucky to not be sent off. Um, but since end-to-end, pretty much all game, really. So pretty happy from the neutral perspective. I say neutral, I did want Tottenham to win just because Ange emerges the nicest man in the world. Um, but then I still hate Son, so kind of bounces back out. Where do you want Arteta? So love him. I booed him once. I booed him once when he first left, but I re- I remembered that I loved him, so he's back in favour. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be thrilled. Yeah. When did you remember? On the way home. Yeah, I I can't remember how old I was, but I think I must have been too old to be booing at somebody. <laughs> yeah, I just realised that. Clap. Immediately, yeah. that's what he was doing. Yeah, I, I realised realize I need to pack it in, so it's probably probably almost immediate. Nah, to be fair, I thought it was a good game. Obviously, I predicted the two all, which was uh, the North London derby, famous for no for no draws, as uh, as Sean said last week. Yeah, I am. I mean, is it actually? To be fair, there's not many draws in it really um, yeah. over the years. But uh, yeah, I just I felt that there was I felt there was going to be a lot of goals in it, as I said last week, and I thought two two would would have been a good shout. I think it was twelve to one actually for it to be two two. Um, I don't know why I'm saying that. I've got no idea what that means. <laughs> but uh, it means that it wasn't very likely. But mm. and, and I should have put money on it. But it was um it was good to get the kudos between the keeping up appearances gang anyway for, for the prediction. Yeah. You've, you've not realised. I've realised last week that. Predictions mean nothing in this game. <laughs> no, don't worry about it, Cal. But uh, no, it was a good game. I think end to end, I thought it turned when Gabriel Jesus missed that chance where he sort of nicked the ball from Madison, yeah. and he sort of plays over the bar. Then sort of it woke it woke Tottenham up a bit. But to be fair, it was both teams had just kind of hit each other with punches. It was a bit like a boxing match in that sense. They were just kind of you know jabbing each other all the way through the game, and then so it was a bit of a knockout punch when they scored and. The other team are getting back off, and I mean to take the lead, then lose it so quickly as they did with that second goal. I think over the years, or over the recent years, anyway, it's kind of just like typical Arsenal. But I think it showed a bit of a a new Tottenham, possibly definitely different from the Tottenham we seen last year. Then to be able to sort of fight back twice, especially so quickly in that second one, I thought Tottenham looked good, and both teams had more chances. To be fair, as well, I thought, but definitely a good game, an exciting game. And yeah, I think both teams will be up there, there or thereabouts. I think based based on that, I think they, they look like they both got something about them. But yeah, enjoyable game. I've ju- I've just remembered what I was going to say about it because in the lead up to the game, the when the starting elevens were announced, then it was Jesus and Inquietia, and 
they were raving about Arsenal's attacking options and Gary Neville was saying he preferred Jesus playing wide and stuff like that and that system's really going to work for them and all of a sudden they don't win one game and they're saying Arsenal haven't got a killing yeah. cutting edge centre-forward but it just shows how fickle the coverage always is. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think obviously I think Arsenal probably missed Martinelli on, on the left um, and they had maybe a shoe on like Jesus and whatever it was. I also think they missed Declan Rice in the second half massively. I think Declan Rice has been such a key player for them. I think he was massively missed in the second half. In terms of Tottenham's players, though, I thought that is it Udogi? Is that even on his name? Yeah. yeah, he was like ridiculously good. Um, I thought that Pesuma played well as well. To be fair, couple of, he's, he's quite raw in how he plays, isn't he? Sort of, I don't know. I think sometimes he looks a bit untidy, but a bit like ungainly. But I thought he, he was great as well. And yeah, Madison really good. Obviously. Took a couple of those risks where he sort of lost it in the area and that, but that seems to be the way they, they play. And it, the impressive thing is that he kept on wanting it and Madison kept on wanting it, which is just that type of player. But Tottenham teams have this thing now where they will just keep playing in and around the box and keep looking at those triangles and stuff. And no matter if it's working or not, it's obviously just like a pattern of play that, that they want to use. Which I think when you see teams like that, it's, it's impressive, really. They're not like, you don't bottle it. It's obviously that's something that they said they're committed to. Yeah, I, th- I thought they done it they done it really well because I think Arsenal's so good at pressing, really good at pressing. But yeah, it was, it was a good game. If you think though, Carl, you're saying about like Tottenham are almost like always wanting the ball and always like happy to keep going with the, with the same like style of play. Does that change if in a couple of years they're like title contenders and? Because that's kind of where Arsenal are now, isn't it? Where like we had they had a good season last season, mm-hmm. and then now the pressure's on them. Like you think that that obviously that's a draw, and this might sound stupid, but Tottenham are the winners of that game, aren't they? Like as yeah, in, they were saying before the game, it was like a free hit because they've had this great start of the season, and it's almost the right off exactly now don't, because you don't know what to expect. If they lose that game, it's one of them. We go, we lose to last season's league leaders for most of the season, but. If they get in and out of that, great. Because now they're still level on points with them in yeah, what, no. joint third. But you think, does Poster Cogbo, I know we don't know much about him, but does he keep up with this in, in two years if they're like fighting for the well, title? Sounds like it in interviews. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I And what you need to remember is that, like, obviously, he was almost like starting from scratch. And you're sort of thinking that, like, you know, if if he starts getting players who fit that system in more and, you know, over the next couple of chances and those and that. He's obviously had to train those players to play that way now. If he starts getting in players who he thinks are already that style, that kind of philosophy of player, then I think that only improves. It's 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 one of those styles of football where like if it's not going well, it's horrible. And as yeah. like a fan, it's just so nerve wracking. But you've got to kind of trust it. But it seems that they've got the players there to do it. And as I say, I think that'll only improve in terms of he will start picking up more players who he thinks can do that. Whereas, you know, Romero, centre-back and stuff, is he that type of centre-back? I'm not too sure. I wouldn't have said that, that he was beforehand. You know, he's obviously coached him into, into doing it now. You know, if next summer, Postacoglu's sort of noted the centre-back who fits it more, does Romero get dropped? If you understand yeah. what I mean, I think... People are like, raving about him this season, though, aren't they? Yeah, no, that's what I mean. He, he, I think yeah, he's played very well, but... So Spider Man giving an interview about it. Yeah. Tom Holland Tom Holland was saying how, how well 
Romero would start with the reason. I thought he was in character. I'll spy them on all. Yeah, yeah. Full lycra. He's actually on, on the top of the Empire State at the time. <laughs> yeah, I think I just you wouldn't have like last year, I don't think you would have said Romero is possibly that type of defender. He might be, I don't know, but I just, you just wouldn't have guessed him to be that kind of player. Like that Adogi you're talking about, like they even highlighted it on the um on the commentary, like early on. He's getting run ragged by Saka, isn't he? Um, mm. he got, did he get booked? He got booked quite early, didn't he? I'm not too sure. And then, even for that goal, like you're looking at him and you're thinking, the amount of space there is between him and Saka. And then, they even kept saying about Brennan Johnson, and like he's looking lazy, he's not tracking back. But Postacoglu's almost giving him permission not to. Mm-hmm. And you think most managers at that point, if they see the, the fullback getting run ragged by one of the best wings in the world, They'll do something about it. And in fairness, he kind of just, I don't want to use the Arsenal thing, but they just like trust the system, don't they? Yeah. Or trust the process, whatever they say. And it's like, he does seem to know what he's doing and he's going to stick with it to the end. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously it's like an, an exciting uh, style of football in it. And I think, yeah, that, I mean, in the games I've seen them play, they don't seem to change it. Um, I you know it's again, it, that's just something that, the way you play that, you are going to make mistakes. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. you are going to lose the ball on the edge of your box. If you, if you weren't going to risk doing that, you just wouldn't play that, that style of football because that's just going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think having players like Madison there who will just take the ball anywhere on the pitch and just want to get on it and do something makes a difference. I, I think, you, you know, you can't do it with players with no ball. You need to, yeah. you need players who actually want to get on the ball and stuff. Did you get onto the, uh, the interview the other day where he was beefing with Saka? Oh yeah, with his um the, the darts. Yeah. Did you yeah, go on that one? I thought that was no. quite funny to be fair. No, no because um he said you hated Vardy for like being a wind up. And then Madison gave uh, that interview, didn't he about Saka doing a celebration? That was great. Yeah, I mean it they're obviously That's good I mean, the mate the mate yeah, yeah, wouldn't have said it would yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh, it's yeah. easier to do with a darts than a full roast dinner as well, isn't it? Yes. The showman, isn't he? He's a yeah. showman when he goes out for a roast dinner. Whatever that means. I reckon that is the worst thing anyone has ever said. <laughs> he said that it was like, that's not what he actually said. And he said something like... It definitely like, was. He said yeah, something I, like, when he, when he goes out for dinner, he likes to like be the person who like, makes jokes and, and at the table and stuff, and he likes to sort of be the chatty one. But it's being like, written as if like, yeah, he's a showman <laughs> he goes out for a roast dinner. <laughs> and he orders everything for everybody. Yeah. If you were, uh, if you were an Arsenal fan, though, how are you? How are you feeling about this? About about the squad? Better you know, than better than I do about being an Everton fan. But I think like we looked at the injuries anyway, and they've got like what's his name Timbers out, Martinelli's now out. They've got like, a couple of others, haven't they? And then Declan Rice goes off, and you bring on Jorginho, who about three four years ago was a was he runner up in the Ballon d'Or, and he does that. Do you know what I mean? I just I just think. He's not. If I was an Arsenal fan, I wouldn't be struck with loads of confidence that they're going to be in this for the long run at this point. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think the league's probably just looking like it's a bit of a two-horse race already. Yeah. Um, but I think Arsenal squad is quite good. To be fair, the, the bench is. I think the bench is like is very. Good. I think most of their bench probably plays for gets into most other teams. I think maybe bar like the top one, top two. Um, Who, who's I, on that bench that you that you rate? 
Uh, I, I think Jorginho was quite good. Obviously, you know, he made a mistake, but he, I think he is actually quite good. No, I, I mean, yeah. when he bought him, I thought it was a good, a good buy, but you think, like, that's his bread and butter, or it should be. Yeah, he just he tried to just do a bit of piece of skill, didn't he? He just, like, messed it up completely. Um, we've all been there. Uh, I, <laughs> I think, I actually think, I know Havertz has had a terrible start, but I actually don't think Football he's that race. bad. I actually don't think I've heard it's that bad. Um, After him, Callum, he's garbage. Correct. I, I think he's not. Um, although he's on the double oh seven at the moment, isn't he? Which is a uh, not great. The what? Double oh seven, seven games, zero goals, zero assists. Um, that's seven double um, oh then. No, nah, I think I think there's a few. I, I don't know. I, I think their their bench is, is fairly strong, but you haven't listed anybody that's actually good here, Callum. Emil Smith Rowe, he's oh, good. Oh, for I do, God's sake. <laughs> Emil Smith Rowe is <laughs> very good. He is. Um, Emil Smith Rowe is very good. Why? Why is he good? He just is. I think he's a good player. Good sentiment. I, th- I think he, he gets into a lot of other teams, I think. I think he doesn't get a real chance. I think the problem with Arsenal is they just have got their starting eleven, and that's kind of it. And he's quite set on that. I don't think it's a case of like it's the others aren't good enough. I just think he has a bit of a set up 11. Um but obviously, I think the drop off between, like, say, Rice and Jorginho is quite big. But I think Jorginho is actually quite a decent, decent player. Yeah, it's a good bench, that isn't it? Smith Rowe, <laughs> Jorginho, Ramsdale, Rammers. He can clap, can he? Clap's right, so that must be good. Yeah, yeah, great fella. Right, I think it's time then we have a look at next week. So let's pick our chosen game for this week. These are the rules. We select three matches from this week's fixtures, which are entered into the Wheel of Fortune. This will randomly select our featured game. This match will be the focus of our discussions, predictions, and most importantly, our game of keeping up appearances. Once our fixture has been chosen, we'll use an online generator to provide a target number for our game. For us, this is anything between 50 and 450. Our job then, is to think of a player who's made that many appearances for either of our selected teams. Whoever's closest, wins. Each week, four points will go to the closest person, three points for second place, two points will go to third place, and the person who's furthest away gets one. These points will be accumulated over the whole season, and we'll update our league table each week. So... Our three chosen games for this weekend are Man United against Palace, Fulham at home to Chelsea and Newcastle against Burnley. Let's spin the wheel. And our chosen game is Newcastle against Burnley. We are picking some Newcastle players. (laughs) What what an exciting game this will be. Could be. Yeah, only if they batter them like they battered Sheffield United. Yeah. yeah, I think again, you can only probably see one winner. I think most uh, most games we've spoken about already this season is like, yeah, you can only see one winner. Yeah. Um, but I think Burnley obviously drew a win. Don't see it happen against Newcastle. Having beat Sheffield 8 0, they're going to be riding high. Yeah. Um, Newcastle at home? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah, not anything else. Only seen Newcastle win, to be fair. They're just like good momentum, obviously good confidence. Good Do we think that. though that that eight 0 the other day? Is that a case of Newcastle being great or Sheffield United being terrible or just a bit of both? 
Just from what I saw, Sheffield United looked absolutely woeful. I think it's a bit of both. I think think it's it's a bit of both, but an extreme case of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's like both, and it's obviously both and a lot of luck. Well, yeah, I I mean, you look at that first goal, like where do you two stand on that in terms of that anti-Gordon and ball? Yeah, I think that just happens. It's obviously just skipped up and and it is hand and yeah, I don't think it was deliberate. So, yeah, we, we'll give them that. But let's be honest. I mean, I don't think it's really affected the game as it. I think it's they go on and win it. So, yeah, I know. I think, but oh, God, I think the important thing to say is that Sheffield United only conceded three once Tom Davis had come off the bench. So, so make they, of, make of that what you will. Right direction. Exactly. Oh, I forgot they're my two mates playing against each other, aren't they? Andy Gordon, Tom Davis. One of, them's one of them's a snake, the other one's a nice lad. So I know. that's why I was I was down the middle. I couldn't couldn't possibly support either team. <laughs> the thing for me but, with that ball out, like I don't really know the rules anymore. It used to be if, if there's handball at all in the build up, it's disallowed. I don't know if that's still the case. But that's that was that was the first goal. And I think if you're mm. Sheffield United, I don't know if that goal doesn't go in, that's a different game. I suppose the only they only scored another seven as well. Yeah, but they change things like that change games, Bob. Maybe not to the same extent. They might have lost five nil, but I don't know. I just think at one nil going down like that, you had to go. And then from that point, like that second goal was um Lewis, what's his name? Not Lewis Dunk. The big He's only got four fingers on one hand, hasn't he? <laughs> so so why? Four digits, I mean. I'm sure he's missing a finger. He is. Okay, well, might get cancelled here for. <laughs> this is very inclusive, is it? Yeah, it, that out. Um, yeah, the second goal was Dan Byrne free at the back post, and then I think the next one after that was a set piece. Mm-hmm. It was just like schoolboy footy, and I just thought like Newcastle didn't even have to like break his sweat at that point, and then second half. I don't know if you want to watch the highlights back, like, but it's just like soccer aid. Do you know when, like, he wants to turn it on against like Ben Shepherd and that? Like, it's honestly ridiculous. Did he come yeah. off the bench? Yeah, even Tom Davis. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I think, like, when you get games like that, it's very rare that it's like an actually an 8 0, like, unbelievable performance by the winning side. If you know what I mean, like, they've played like that well to score eight goals. I think once it gets like four. You'll just give up. Capitulate, don't they? Yeah, it's just a lot of luck, and just everything goes your way. And like, you hit four nil, and the game's just gone, and things happen, and you just it's just like compounds, and yeah, it just goes obviously against your favour when you get beaten, just for you when when you win and kind of thing. And the losing team try stupid things and panicking, and and the other team obviously are trying different passes and playing a bit more freedom. I just think, yeah. it gets gets carried away very quickly. So I think it's listen. I wouldn't go overboard on Newcastle's performance in terms of like, oh my god, they've scored eight goals, how unbelievable! But it's a very convincing win and very impressive that they got eight different goal scorers as well, which I think is a, is a point to be made. Enjoyable, yeah. And that's um, that's decent. Right, predictions then. Anyone want to go first? Eight nil. <laughs> I um. I reckon Burnley are actually due like a decent performance. We're not here a bit competitive. I will go with 
you know what? I might go like three two Newcastle. Old Bob. Um, I'm already at the stage when I'm just praying that teams that are playing against our relegation rivals just start battering them. So I might go four nil Newcastle. Oh, I was going to go four nil in honor of um, oh. Dan Burton's fingers. <laughs> did you? Sorry. You've sorry, did you? You've taken that one. Um, go five on the other hand. Go ahead, I'll go five nil. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Good shout. Yeah, so what, just to What does Tosh think? Yeah, Tosh, what about you? Someone it's needs a great to... prediction, that Tosh. <laughs> Can someone impersonate him? <laughs> yeah, so just to recap, Callum's gone 3-2, Bob's gone 4-0, and I've gone 5-0. And Tosh has gone 18-4. Yeah, what an idiot. I think is that um Dan Ben's toes, is it? Yeah. 18 on one foot four on the other. <laughs> okay, so time for another instalment to keep an up appearances. So Sean's gonna spin the wheel to get a random number. And we're gonna pick a player for either Newcastle or Burnley that's made that number of appearances. Take it yeah. away, Sean. Just as a side note for the number, I, I don't actually spin a wheel. Oh, you don't do it. It's fine, I'll leave it. Like it? No. I, I reckon we should buy you a wheel. Seems like a bit of a pointless expense, Bob. You know what I'm like, Sean. Okay, so our numbers are in. And our number today is 95. Ooh. I'm a low number. I don't like the low ones. 95. I'm just glad it's not 170 something. I've been over 100. I was on both of those, Bob. Oh, right. Okay. I'm sorry, um, Sean. No current players. It's not what we said for low ones. I think we did, didn't we? For, when we did City, was like 80 odd. And we said yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll take a couple of minutes then to have a little think, and we'll be back when we've got our answers. See you then. I reckon you need like interlude music, like a lift. I normally do. I put something in on the podcast. Oh, do you? I, I've yeah. never listened to one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, busted. Did you? Did you say, I seen busted in town last week. Ah, uh, did you? As yeah. in, well, so did I. Intentionally, and I seen them like they were by um, you know, by where you cross over to from Lime Street to like by the Sainsbury's. Oh yeah, right. like just they were all outside really? the Sainsbury's. Yeah. Oh. Um, like getting a meal deal or? Might have been there to be fair, yeah. Oh, they were great, by the way. They were, was it good, yeah. I don't care, but they was were it the, Was it the arena? Because they did like a in-store thing, didn't they, in? Yeah, in the Jacaranda. Yeah, no. Mine or was like phase one, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Oh, no, guess what? This is mad and you two might not care, but the two women sat in front of us at the gig were updating Setlist FM after every song. <sighs> Really, that's, yeah. that's heroic. That which I've never seen in action before, but <laughs> no, no, it's important though, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's not because they're doing it with the same songs as every other gig in the same tour, but yeah, but well, you need you need to keep those things updated. Oh no, I, I, but I wonder if she, if she works for Setlist FM and she just goes to every gig, or if she's just a, like a a nerd. And well, nerd, I was going to say nerd, but yeah, she might be a nerd. I was going to say. 
going back to keeping appearances, <coughs> did you see Griffin shared it? Yeah. And some like woman comments, so like that's my favorite lady or something, because you know it's the picture of keeping appearances. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't know like what was actual. She was just must have. Did been, she like, not spot the... James Milner? No, <laughs> no, I don't think she must have thought like just that. You just put like an episode of it. <laughs> Get in. Um, I guess probably single play something. No, oh, yeah. Would Shoulder Army Obi have had more than 97 games? No. <laughs> Sammy might. Sam, Sammy might. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've gone Burnley. Who are you going, Rob? Don't Burnley, unless me and Callum have got the same player. Okay, I've got I've got our Newcastle. I've got two Newcastle, but I'll obviously choose one of them. Are you ready then? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You two go then, because you might have each other's. You won't. You won for last week, so you go first, Cal. That's right, Bob. Thanks, Bob. What a gent. You are so gentlemanly. <laughs> um, so, I really was struggling to think of a Newcastle player um, who I thought might have been there for a couple of seasons. I don't know why, but I just couldn't think of anyone, really. So, I kind of went with Burnley. I went with a bit of an Everton connection. Someone who I think was probably there for maybe a couple of seasons. Possibly was on loan before I actually moved there though, which might change things um for the for the worst, possibly. But yeah, going on a basis of maybe spending a couple of seasons there, a couple and a half seasons there. I'm gonna go with Michael Keane. Not who I was gonna go for. So um, yeah, as I say, I have no idea if that would be close on. I'm just thinking that when he was there, he probably played mo like nearly every game. Being a centre back, being like one of their mainstay centre backs, he probably would have played every game. Um, yeah, just hoping that he was only there for a few seasons, really. But I think of his age. I think he's a similar age to us. Yeah, but born ninety three. Yeah, so possibly there for what he go there from United. I'm I think he went on loan initially. Yeah, possibly. What probably had like two, I reckon two and a half years. He had yeah, the... early maybe early twenties, couple of seasons there. Then towards so yeah, Michael then, Keane. Then we got him for an absolute bargain. We done. Yeah, I'm surprisingly again going for an Everton link, going for Burnley. I don't know what I I just assumed we would have gone for the same player when you started saying Everton link, but I'm going for Aaron Lennon. Had two spells at Burnley, and he was coming to the end of his career, so I don't think he will have played every game, but still probably made quite a few appearances. So I'll go Aaron Lennon. I would. I wouldn't have even thought him to be fair. Uh, when were his two spells, Bob? Uh, he went to Burnley after us, then had a year in Turkey, I think, and then went back to Burnley. Yeah, and then retired. Oh. I, I I wouldn't even know if that would be close or not. To be fair, no, no me. I'll trust your judgment, Bob. Yeah, I'm at Newcastle, and I got two players in my head. I got two players who I really liked, but again, I don't know. I think they were there a similar time, but I don't know how long they were there. The one I'm not going to go with, but I might regret it, is Damien Duff, who bent them down, didn't he? Did he? Didn't he make make a really bad mistake in the game against Villa? 
Did he? I when he first went down, I'm sure I'm sure it was Damien Duff's fault. Because if I'm right, was he Chelsea to Newcastle, then to Fulham? Yeah. Or was it another way? That way? Okay. Sounds about right. So I'm not going for him. But if my other one's terrible, then remember that I said them because that might be good. <laughs> um, but my second one is one of like, he's one of my favourite players. Not like as in I, I loved him, but he's just kind of like, he was a bit mad. He was at the time when he used to play Pro Evo. Um, and I, I also, guess who you're going to say. Go on. Is it Lauren Robert? No, it's not. Oh. Um, you're thinking of me love of the film Goal, aren't you? Yeah. That's yeah, where I thought you were going with it. Oh, no, no, no. Um, oh, we could have said one of them, couldn't we? Yeah. Do you want to do it again and say... Start again. Start again. No, I'm going for Obafemi Martins. Ooh. Very good FIFA mm-hmm. player. But I remember him off Pro Evo. But then, I think, when did he go there? Mid-2000s. Like, I think he. It's just fact. Whenever I think he was the number nine after Shearer. So whenever Shearer retired, I think. What was that? Two thousand six, something like that. Something like that. I, I, I would have guessed somewhere like this. But then yeah, I remember Birmingham because he scored against Arsenal in the League Cup final for Birmingham, didn't he? Yeah. In like two thousand ten, something like that. Or was it nine? I don't know. I've got no idea how long he was there. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did, he, did he play for Newcastle? I just, I just, I just know. <laughs> was he, he in game. goal? He used to do backflips and that to his boss. Yeah. And he was uh, 95, back, 95 backflips, I think, was the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the challenge. But yeah, there. there's my answer. So, um, right, yeah. just Tosh, Tosh, what do you think? Should we nah. say someone daft? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> can, you ed- can you edit Tosh's voice to be really high-pitched? <laughs> if you want, just be funny, wouldn't it? Why now, though? Just because of that, anyway. Because it's going, yeah, because it's going to be dead obvious that it's not him. Because we're like, oh, up. you mean it's going to be obvious that he's not with us? Because yeah. it's going to sound yeah, just em- emphasize that he's absent. God rest the soul. Okay, yeah, sounds good. All right, then. Um... Just so you know, my head's uh, scrambled, so after a busy, busy couple of days, so I'm going to use that as my excuse it's a terrible guess. One of my first thoughts was a current player, I think, in 95, and I was wondering maybe one of the Longstaff brothers, but I actually couldn't remember either of their first two names, and I thought that would be... I couldn't cheat, so I'm going to have to go away. My actual answer is going to be Denver Bar. Um... Again, I can't remember how long he was there. It didn't seem to be there an awful amount of time. I'm thinking maybe two, three seasons. He might might not be close. I'm actually not too sure. But, yeah, Denver Park, my answer. See you all next week. Okay, so the results are in. I've checked all four answers on transfermarket.com and it's now time to reveal this week's standings. So in fourth place, with an answer of 57, is Tosh. Uh, unfortunately, I think his um, his busy weeks obviously had an impact there and his answer is 38 out, which is uncharacteristic for Tosh in third place with a score of 108 which is a very good score only 13 out 
it's Michael Keane. So that puts Callum into third place. Now, if third place is only 13 off, the other two must be decent. And they are, in fact, only separated by a point. So the winner this week is won by a point. And it's either me or Bob. In second place, with 104, which is nine out, it's Obafemi Martins. So that's me in second place. And, of course, Bob, whose answer, Aaron Lennon, had a score of 87, putting him eight out. That means Bob's our winner this week. So, well played, Bob. Pulled that answer out of nowhere, but fair play. It's got you the four points this week. Time to turn our attention again, then, to our league table. After eight games, Tosh remains on top with 23, but that gap is definitely getting smaller. Sean and Bob are actually joint second, as opposed to joint third, because it sounds better, with 21 points. And Callum still on the bottom with 18. So it was another great episode of Keeping Up Appearances. Previewed what we hope will be an exciting game in Newcastle at Burnley. See if Newcastle can keep up their good run of form. So yeah, we'll see how we get on next week. Catch you there. Do that again, Calm that was What's that terrible. for you, Don't you know what that means? Because I was trying to like... <laughs> so I'm trying to like, like catch cool. me outside. <laughs> when people ask me if I like football, I say yes, I do like football. But not Burnley. Burnley can... Oh. You can you can beef out the... Got it, got it. You'll be demonetised. Really? Yeah, because we're making loads oh. of it up at the minute. <laughs>